0: All right, let's roll. Game time decisions begins now. I am Marenzi and I'm on the grid and so is the raging redhead Cam Stewart. We're also on the loudest station in the nation, SB Nation Radio. As The countdown to the National Football League draft is on. We're all over. We're going to bust up the props, the best bets uh, for this draft. A little more than 24 hours away uh, right now. We'll check in to uh, Los Angeles, California. Uh, Gil Manzano will step up and in for the Orange County Register. Colonel Kurtz, Grid's very own. Uh, Our resident (laughs) Dallas Cowboy insider and uh, fan will step up and then we'll get his thoughts. We'll break down the Dallas Cowboys draft, the Chargers draft, everybody else's draft, the best bets in the draft. We have updates across the board as far as all the other professional sports leagues are concerned. And there's a common theme with all the professional sports leagues besides the NBA right now, Kev. They're delusional. How you doing, Cam? (laughs)
1: Hey, I'm doing okay, Gabe. They're trying. Yeah, NHL, yeah, we we, we could do this uh, lots of time. It's going to be okay. You know what I love about the NBA? We're not sure. Yeah, it's kind of weird to see them in, like, that position, but everybody else is trying to come up with a plan. There's so many loopholes. But, Gabe, interestingly enough, uh, and we'll talk about all the NFL props, I can't believe, like, we've talked about line movement on the shows, but I just want to throw one at you. I'm on a lot of different books, you know, and – I saw, I got Jacksonville and Tua at 20 to 1 because I thought there might be some trades on my books. They're now 4 to 1. So is there something going on with Tua? Like, there's no Jacksonville, they're picking nine. So I was thinking, okay, maybe Detroit, maybe whatever. But it's weird. I guess they're expecting on some books, they want to have a little bit of safety there. But uh, that
0: number should not be going down from like 20 to 4. Like, that's insanity. I bet it at 20. I don't know. Maybe one of the oddsmakers knows something nobody else uh, knows. But I maintain that somebody's going to jump up and grab 2 uh, We'll talk a lot of Tua on the program today. I can't believe the value that's on the board uh, for this kid uh, right now. But a quick update. Uh, so we do have the National Football League draft. And then after that, uh, the National Football League is going to find themselves behind the eight ball for the first time. They really haven't, you know, they've they've canceled a few things, right? You know, the pro days were pretty much shut down for yep. the most part, a couple of kids got the pro day in. They didn't get to meet the players like they normally do. Uh, but as far as their schedule is concerned, they've gone on with the draft. Uh, a lot of general managers didn't want to go on uh, with the draft, and now specifically, we find out why, Kev. Uh, we talked about it briefly yesterday, but we find out more about the, uh, the NFL's virtual mock draft. And there was a great, uh, there was a great quote Uh, speaking to a GM right now, and I could hear him yell to his kids, Get off your damn iPads. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Too much Wi-Fi in the room. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I need
1: a strong signal, kids. No, it's unbelievable. Like, we're watching, like, I got NFL Network on all the time, like, technical problems with the broadcast, guys kicking in, kicking out. Like, we deal with this stuff here on the grid. We do it on a daily basis. We're pumping out stuff. These guys have not uh, been in a situation, and we have for that much, uh, that long of programming, Gabe, should be a great adventure,
0: buddy. It's going to be a roller coaster ride. Can't wait. Oh, yeah, something's going to go wrong. Uh, you know, we spoke to Gary Grambling about the hacking potential. Never mind the hacking, just the incompetence. and just, on. Yeah, just the problems. <laughs> it's just kind of funny because everything that we joked about, I joked about all this stuff, about guys getting their kids in the, in the room to help them uh, with their computers, not understanding what they have to do. And it's it's just comical that immediately there was a glitch with the Cincinnati Bengals with the first pitch, uh, pick. But it wasn't their problem, the glitch. Uh, supposedly it was the system, and then another GM got knocked off and his Wi-Fi sucked because his kids were on the internet in the same house. He never really knew, all right, you got to get everybody off the internet. So it's just little things like this are going to come into play uh, during this draft. Uh, It's going to be pretty comical, actually. We'll see how it plays out uh, in the end. Listen, everybody is dealing with the same situation, all right? All right. Um, So as far as the other leagues are concerned, just in case you're wondering, all right, it's been all NFL talk and we're really going to get into the NFL from here on out uh, on this show and tomorrow leading into the draft uh, as well. Uh, But Major League Baseball, uh, Major League Baseball is all over the place here. And Major League Baseball has a problem. They're not on the same page. Every day a new player comes out and says, I don't like this. I don't want to do this. Mike Trout doesn't want to do it. Creighton Kershaw uh, doesn't want to do it. So you got mega stars that don't want to do it. You got mid-tier players like Brett Anderson that point blank say, "I'm not uh, doing it." Um, so baseball players make a lot of money. There's a lot of testing the season. I mean, the thing is, guys, we've talked about it. We'll go rapid fire through this, but baseball season hasn't started yet. They got to go four and a half, five months. It's nearly impossible. The NBA can go six weeks.
1: Yep. You know, NHL. The NBA, yeah,
0: the NHL. Yeah, you know, whatever. But um, so. So the latest with baseball, now they've got three states, not one, not two. (laughs) So before, it was Arizona and Florida. Now they figured, why not bring Texas on board? Exactly. Texas, come on in. Yeah, but they're (laughs) they're picking all these states that are basically open for business. Yes. That are going to have the virus problem lingering. You said it, buddy. So you could say, like, oh, we can go to Georgia now. Georgia's open for business. Yeah, Yeah. Georgia's open for business. And I guarantee you, in six weeks, Georgia's going to be swabbed with coronavirus. Yep. They'll be closed for business. not rocket science.
1: No, it's not. Now, baseball's got a lot of problems right now. Gabe, you said it. They're talking about this Texas idea. They got the Yankee fans suing the league. Hey, everybody else is giving refunds. The car companies, this and that. You know, government is gonna cut us a check. We want our money back for games lost. Think about all the people that have the full season package. I can tell you in a couple stadiums, Yankee Stadium, expensive. Sounds expensive, Marenzi. And a couple
0: other, Dodgers, sounds expensive. Those aren't cheap tickets for good teams. These leagues... Well, listen, it's it's interesting that it's, it's out of New York. A Yankee fan steps up wanting his money back yep. uh, right now. Because I've been waiting. Nobody's ever really brought it up. Like, if you see on a daily basis in the media, you know, there's stories. There's a million stories about Brady. And I'm sick of Brady. I don't care. Uh, what yeah. are you doing in a park anyways, Brady? <laughs> you <laughs> know <laughs> what? As far as Brady, seriously, dude. Brady <laughs> bought Derek Jeter's mansion. <laughs> I saw, like, an overhead yeah. shot of this place. And... And like, really? There's room in the backyard for you to work out, bro. Right? So I don't know, I don't know for, what to deal with with. Probably Brady room for here. a couple thousand people to live back there, Gabe. Yeah. <laughs> ten city. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah, baseball, you know, so baseball's all over the place right now. But it's interesting. I think even me, I say this. It's too, soo- too soon to sue if you're yeah. a baseball fan. I agree. I agree it's like, that. bro, chill out, man. Wait a bit. Yeah, yeah. We're in April here. The season just started three weeks ago. They're trying to figure it out. To me, it's the NHL and the NBA. Like, specifically, like, the NBA. And I love the NBA, but let's just be real. They're not even pretending that they're going to play the regular season. Everything they talk about is playing the playoffs. Yeah. So, therefore, at what point are you going to refund people for the tickets that were already paid for? And you add up between the money in the NHL and the NBA of season tickets, luxury suites, um, single-game tickets. And especially now, Cam people are in a tough situation. They've lost their right. job, You know, people that haven't lost their job, pretty much everybody's lost like 30% of their salary, 25, 35% of their salary, they've been furloughed. Yep. They can use that money back right now. Quite frankly, I think we're gonna find out sports is a lot like a pyramid scheme and they don't have the money. It's like it's a wonderful life. I don't have your money, it's at <laughs> Kim's house. Jimmy Stewart. What's my money doing at your house, Jim? <laughs> You're absolutely right. And all
1: these people talking about, oh, yeah, we're going to go to sporting events. We'll get life together. Well, when you have no cash, the first thing that goes is, you know, extra entertainment. And that and sports goes along with concerts, yeah. all the
0: other things. You need to put food on the table. Well, Bread's pretty guys. important. Look at the guy that owns the Rockets, bro. Yep. He's got no revenue. His casinos are closed. His restaurants are closed. He's got problems. Yeah, like, you know, basically, so there's no revenue coming in. Uh, right now uh, for for these leagues so they're they're definitely desperate but at the same point in time they have no revenue coming in and then it's like oh yeah by the way we've got like 2.7 billion dollars of people's money that we don't really want to get back and technically we don't have yep Great point, you, you know what I mean? Everything's been shifted, like, money- <laughs> around. Like, we're used to getting the parking revenue. We're used to, yes. yeah, like, we have bozos like you and me that go and pay 18 bucks for a beer, yeah. and then they have the money. The <laughs> system's never collapsed before like this, right? So, I'm just stating I've been surprised, actually, it's taken so long for fans to start squawking, the squawk box. Uh, yeah. Where's my money? It's like uh, like the, uh, the J.G. Wentworth. It's my money and I need it now. Wow, exactly. I'm surprised cool. they don't have like a commercial That's the NBA and NHL. No. They have like a big Broadway show. You have you have them there you guys your tickets you need your money. Stop playing.
1: Need your money now. Yeah, you're right, Gabe. I'll tell you. I don't right, have a Rangers jersey yelling out his window. It's my money and I need it now. <laughs> It's crazy, man, and but that's the thing. You talk about it; it is a lot like a pyramid scheme. I don't think people are thinking about it that way. And there's so many other things. And you said it; they're still paying guys who are not playing, and other things that are going on. And I hate to say it, that money's probably already spent, Gabe. It's like, hey,
0: it's it's gone. That's the whole thing. They don't have it. It's (laughs) it's sort of in cyberspace in a way. You know what, Cam? The best way of putting it for everyone tuning in right now, as gamblers. It's basically, there's nothing to bet on. You're in the same way. Like, yeah. the money's in cyberspace. You don't really have it. You could have it if you could play again, but you can't. And it's one of these deals. Like, basically, the second that they play, they'll get money again. Yeah. But the other thing is, a lot of these owners can, their other businesses in real life are taking a hit as well. So it's it's not just like, oh, okay, you know, um it's not just, you know, the Yankees are a different story. The Yankees don't really own a lot of things, the Steinbrenners. Yeah, I think they had the cardboard box factory in Cleveland, you know, the Yankees the Yankees are their thing, so to speak. They're only they, making boxes too. Like yeah. guys own
1: like here's the owners: you own Walmart, you own pharmacies, you own anything with a drug company. Times are probably pretty good for you right now. Yeah, you don't they're do not they are doing well.
0: Yeah. But uh, a lot That's of what other I'm saying. Like, like,
1: families, that, just,
0: families that only own their teams, you know, like the Lakers, you know, Genie Bus Ed... The Steinbrenners, et cetera. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, you know, you're losing money without a doubt. But at least the sky isn't completely falling on you. Yeah. Like some of these other dudes. Like if you're Fertita, like the Rockets are at least of your problem almost right. right now. You like the golden nuggets falling apart, your restaurant chains are falling apart. And oh yeah, you know, now it finds out, you know, you're trying to borrow two hundred and fifty million dollars at fifteen percent interest. That's like worse than a mob will give you, which is <laughs> pretty much saying, I need money right now. You're right. but, you know, it's basically like I have all these these entities, but I don't have any cold, hard cash right now. And therefore, I don't know, like, if they're a hurry. I think the leagues are going to say, oh, we'll give you a ticket when we come back. Um, so, you know, so Major League Baseball has thrown something out there about um, putting a bunch of teams in Texas and then a few in Florida and Arizona, having three states, blah, 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 whatever. Uh, the National Hockey League, Brendan Shanahan, uh, legend, legendary player, Detroit Red Wing, uh, president of the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs yep. tells a uh, Toronto radio and TV station that he thinks that they're going to play, that they're determined to play the regular season and the playoffs. And uh, it's like, I don't know, dude, he must be hitting the Molson's pretty hard up there at the, the cottage in Muskoka. <laughs> or <something like> that. <laughs> bro, you ain't playing no regular season. And I don't think you're going to be playing the playoffs. So this next one, actually, I'm buying in NASCAR. Oh, North NASCAR? Carolina. Yeah, politicians (laughs) in North Carolina are bitching and saying, you know what? How come we're not having this race? Let's just have this race with no fans. We're open for business. Let's do this. Let's figure it out. And the guy's not even crazy. You know, He's saying, let's go through every safety precaution possible and try to make this race work. Um, So he's not stating, oh, it's a hoax and there's no coronavirus. But he's stating, no fans. We'll try to make it work the best that we can. I like the old NASCAR spirit, but I think it might be a little bit too soon in mid-May to pull it off. Uh, yeah, it's close. Keith. <laughs> this
1: is the thing. I think NASCAR, like we were talking about that before. So you talk about drivers testing, pit crews, numbers a little bit less. The way the sport is, you're encapsulated in a car. Uh, he, there's a lot of positives I think with NASCAR. You're right. It might be a bit ambitious, but I think the over/under. Late May, uh, kind of June. I, th- I think I think we could start thinking about that. Like already golf's coming back, June 11th, and I think NASCAR will be right around that time, if not a little bit before. Though it, it, it makes sense, and uh, you know what? These guys understand what's going on. They want to bring it back, and uh, that's a hey. You talk about it, Gabe. You're a big NASCAR better. man. There's a lot of people. People don't know up here. NASCAR is big for betting, for fans, for everything. The experience. Like these guys, you know. <laughs> Did
0: they want to get well, back? It, yeah, if you think it's, it would be even bigger. Yeah, that way. Yeah, with nothing else on. You know, NASCAR? it's the one thing NASCAR has never embraced, and it's to their detriment actually, especially in today's day and age. You figure that they would understand that wagering boost interest, and uh, we'll get into our NFL draft props. But yeah, look at the NFL draft. People are interested in the NFL draft because of the wagering and the draft props as much as they are. And NASCAR's always been resistant to it. They've got that sort of family Bible belt thing going uh, for them. Yeah. It's like, wow, well, we don't need gambling. Yeah, to you make do. A- yeah, but <laughs> you're right. You can still be a family Look at look thing. golf. Look at yeah. golf. Yep. dude, Golf used to just sort of be an old guy sport. It wasn't hip for young guys, and like guys like Pat Mayo and Feinberg and yep. betters like yourself. Now golf is a hip sport. You look at like DFS fantasy sports, golf is one of the more popular ones.
1: Right, right. I was, yeah, I was gold, betting golf. Betting is
0: popular gold? with younger guys yeah. and NASCAR would become like that. Like like you see it now. People are betting Taiwanese baseball at five in the morning. So That's if like NASCAR was on and start betting it and they get interested in it because they were betting on it. But like I said, like NASCAR, they don't tell Vegas, don't take action on us, but they don't really play along. Like they don't they don't encourage it, which they really should. Well, and I agree with you. Just because, so what's the difference between you're in the Bible, Belt?
1: They get it. But you're not, these other people who are religious are not telling people don't bet on NASCAR. They should promote it. They should. Oh, yeah. And look at the sponsors, too. You don't think, like, some of the products are out there. Like, come on, Gabe. It seems like a double-edged sword of uh, hypocrisy, too, right? You want this. You want that. You can't bet. Yeah, so all those products are good for you that they embrace? Is there any tobacco or anything like that or things that are not good for you in your life? Betting's fine. Open it up to betting. It'll increase it. Remember the from two sports uh, wagering companies that you used to work for? I remember the guy called me. goes, dude, you're one of the only golf betters." This is like 20 years ago. Like, nobody bet on golf. You know yeah, how now you? everybody bets yeah, on now golf. Yeah, now it's one of the top things. Like, oh, yeah, DFS lineups, this, that, top 10s, top 20s. No, I'm telling you, though, I, I think you bring up a great point. NASCAR, it's too big of a market to leave betting off the table. I understand about your religion, but I think we They encouraged it. fantasy.
0: That's like yeah. where they sort of step back bad to. Though. You're still putting money into a lineup? It's the same thing. You're it exactly right. Like, Come so on. if you want to get into morally, because yeah. they have no problem with the DFS. And NASCAR DFS is very popular as well. Yes, but yes. any any sport right now, people, I mean, look, over 6 million people watched the uh, the Bulls documentary. It's yeah. a pretty big number, 6 million people. It's like more than people watch games. Okay. So, like, people, 6 million people, people are craving... People are craving for content right now, and I think it'll be interesting to see what the television ratings are uh, for the National Football League draft. I tell you, I, I'm willing to bet they're going to be freaking massive. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you that. You know, the rating's are going to be massive. So, you know, the Taiwanese baseball league's going on. People are betting on that right now. The Bundesliga Soccer League in Germany will be the big one. If yeah. they get going in mid-May, that'll be, bring sort of a sense of normalcy with some yeah. real sports uh, to bet on. Korean baseball Korean baseball was set to start May 1st. I think they just pushed it back to May 5th because they're doing it for real. Every time someone tests positive or someone gets sick, they contact trace and they test everybody again because they're really trying to stamp it out for yeah. real so they sounds, can play their season for real. Sounds like they're doing their due diligence. So they, yes, yeah, like and other they only reasons. have, like, eight teams in the league or something. Mm. Like, you know, this Taiwanese league, they only have five teams. Like, that's, you know what I mean? Like You got less teams than the CFL? That's a small league. Yeah, that's what (laughs) I'm saying. You got five teams. That's why, like, oh, how come they can do it in Taiwan and they can't do it with a major league? (laughs) Because, guys, they got five teams. And, oh, yeah, by the way, they actually test everybody there. Right? Like, they're actually on top of it there. And they only have five teams. So it's much more management. You get into 30 teams in three states uh, and everything. Uh, but uh, nevertheless, we thought we'd just get you caught up to date with what's going on in the rest of the sports uh, world. Uh, we'll get into the National Football League draft rocks for real. We'll start to lock in some of our best bets. And uh, I'm fading the expert.
2: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
0: Game time the sentence continues. I am Gabriel Ramsey throwing it down. SB Nation a Radio. We're kicking it with the Raging Redhead. Cam Stuart Gil Manzano will step up and in from the Orange County Register a little bit later on. We'll talk some LA Charger uh, football. You see how I said LA and not San yeah. Diego, like good. Yeah. still
1: do. You're a pro. You're a pro. I don't. Marcy. Yeah, I don't
0: give people a pass for that. It's been <laughs> enough years now.
1: I like the. I I like the new outfits. I know they're they've always been slick. I I'll give I'll give the Chargers a pass on this one in comparison to teams like the Bucks. Falcons, uh, you know, Atlanta. Mm, I think the Chargers are well head and shoulders above them. Yeah, the Chargers new
0: uniforms. You know, they're basically the same. They're, they're the same. same they're There's queens. a little more. Right. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, but they're, be- they're
0: beautiful. You're right. Yeah. The, the Chargers have always had nice uniforms. The mm-hmm. one thing their organization has always done uh, well, besides their logo, but, uh, yeah. but nevertheless, that's beside the point. All right, let's get into uh, some serious business now as far as the National Football League Draft uh, is concerned. Interesting. Nick Saban. Nick Saban uh, says teams passing on Tua will regret it in the same way that he regrets not drafting Drew Brees. Wow, sounds like something me and you said uh, a, a few well, episodes ago. He's there, he compared but... him to Drew Brees already before. <laughs> but Nick Saban, and you notice Nick Saban—he's very forthright and open, I know. talkative. What is not about Alabama football? You're absolutely correct. Like if yes. you ask him, hey, coach, what about your team? What are you asking? Who's asking? Yeah, exactly. Like, he'll clam up. Once the players are gone or like about NFL stuff, like, you ask him a question, he's a pretty good interview. Like, he'll give you I like agree. answers. And he basically stated, I'd still be like, you know what I mean? I would have been more successful. And he said, Drew Brees wasn't that healthy. He failed our physical. We didn't draft him. And, um, you know, we know, we know uh, the rest is history. Now, he wasn't the only one to make a mistake on Drew Brees, but I see, I do believe it, and I'll tell you, the odds makers don't right now, Cam, because Tua is at minus 334 to the over 3.5 right now. So, therefore, if we think he's going to go in the top three picks, you get paid plus 250 right now, which is pretty gratuitous. Not bad odds, buddy. Um, you know, this same bet was like plus, uh, plus 188. I remember this was plus 250 and to go 2.5 before Yeah. Now we're getting three and a half. Now the Redskins are playing the game, Cam. Everybody else, remember like the Lions, ooh, we're open to a trade. The Giants, we like Justin Herbert. Now the Redskins leaked it. Oh, yeah, yeah, teams are calling us about the pick. So now the game of poker has begun as the draft is rapidly approaching right now. And I believe, Cam, that somebody's going to bite. I don't care what the experts are saying about Tua dropping and all this type of stuff. I'm going to roll the dice at plus 250. I'm not going to go massive on it and you're getting plus 250 yards back on it, but I'm going to roll the dice and somebody's going to trade up with the Detroit Lions and get to it with the third pick. You know what, Gabe? Uh, Yeah, or I think the Lions could
1: select him at three. I am actually had a dream, and this is a real stupid dream. I saw Tua in a Lions uh, jersey the other night. That was so it was such a dumb dream. Dreams I was I was gambling. Yeah, no, no. Like I saw Tua in a Detroit Lions jersey. I'm like, what the hell am I dreaming? Is this a nightmare or a dream? But hey, that's at number three. If they don't trade well, down I picks, miss him. <laughs> I don't know what's going. on. Here's the thing, I believe, and I I said this on a show before. When everything's said and done, I think Tua is going to have a better career than Joe Burrow. Right now, Joe Burrow's this can't miss guy. Well. We'll see what happens. You're going to Cincinnati, buddy. Things are a little bit different in the NFL. I think Joe Burrow is going to be amazing. But I think Tua is a special player because of the heart and the way people have shut him down and the way teams are trying to talk crap. Well, he's going to have him. a chip on Oh, him. yeah, he's got to have a chip, a huge chip on the shoulders the size of my big stinking head. He's going to be angry. Some of these guys are putting Herbert ahead of him in mocks. Are you nuts? Come on, guys. You're, I know you're doing that to get uh, bait clicks and all that stuff. That's Come on. Two the guy. Gabe, the injuries. I get it. He's gonna overcome it. A lot of these guys, I saw in interviews. All oh, these injuries are nothing. These quarterbacks have gone through it. Everybody has injury concerns. It's the National Football League. Don't be a goof. Don't make a mistake. Listen to Saban. Take two. I don't I, think he falls. I like false. the other. At uh, plus plus two
0: fifty, I'll roll the dice. It's worth it's worth the price. Yes. I agree. At uh, plus two fifty, I'd like to get a prop or you know, top five and a half or something. Yeah, like that that'd be them, but... uh, they're not giving money away. No, <laughs> so it's pretty much three and a half and you you gotta you gotta pick whether you know there's gonna be a trade up for them or not. I think there will be. I think there will be. I think there'll be chaos. You gotta remember, guys, just because it's not in the media doesn't mean it's not gonna happen. And you know, I I bank on this, actually. I put my money where my mouth is that the mock drafts are wrong, that the media hype is wrong, that the oddsmakers are wrong uh, when it comes to this. But it's interesting. There's a lot of movement, as there has been on a daily basis. So you and I are in agreement. Are you down with this bet? Because, I love we're it. one day away tomorrow. The draft's going to be rapidly approaching. So I'm, you know this will be one of our official bets. We're putting it on record. We will take Tua uh, under three and a half drafted under three and a half, nice fat price, plus 250. Yeah, no, I, and Gabe, the vision is still here.
1: Tua saves Lions franchise. It's just, I, I just can't shake it. I don't know what it, is, what it is, but
0: I don't know, man. If these guys, like. I don't know if you remember years ago when Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen and all those guys and Paul Pierce, it was like, it was before the playoffs started and stuff. It was, You know what it was? It was right when the playoffs started. Same thing. I literally had like a dream. And I never dream anything. I don't remember yeah. my dreams yeah, ever. My dreams are pretty stupid. And people. I literally yeah. saw Kevin Durant hoisting the trophy. Yeah. I don't know if you remember, Garner was freaked out. He goes, Blancy, yeah. you called this. Yeah. And good and I bet on it. I rode the Celtics and it was no handicapping. I swear to God. And I wish I had these dreams all the time. I don't. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. But I saw Kevin Garnett with the championship. And there he was. And he said, impossible is anything or whatever yeah, the hell he said yeah, after. Yeah. It was impossible that here? Impossible is anything. Yeah, and everyone <laughs> was asking me after. They were like, Marenzi, have you dreamt anything recently? Yeah, yeah I was like, right. no, I'm like one of those, like, visions in a crime show, <laughs> Kev. on Dateline. I can't force the vision. That's right. It has to come. And I didn't force this one. Like, I
1: see Tua, Lions. I see him there. It's like, it's really weird. Uh, you know? I, I don't know, Gabe. Like, here's the thing. And I, I know it's crazy. How lo- How much does Matt Stafford have? He has a sick wife. He has a lot of things going on in his life. He is often injured. I think the Lions need to do something. And also it's a franchise of immense failure. Other than guys like Barry Sanders and individual players, Sims, Mel Gray, great punt returner. You know what I mean? It's been horrible. The Lions are a laughing stock. So here's the thing. Do you want a franchise type player? Would you take the risk? Like I know Akuda and all these guys are good game, but you can do something about the quarterback position. Trust me, I come on, Detroit. You could do this. I, I don't know what it, it is. It would definitely I, shake it, the
0: franchise out oh, okay, that much.
1: It sure would. And the vision was very clear. I like, your, but... I like your Jacksonville
0: dart, though. Yeah, Jacksonville's a good dart, too. I like the Jacksonville dart, man. Like, And now you see they're feuding. Uh, they're feuding. Oh, they're, like, oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, trade yeah. me. Uh, the guys on Twitter trade me now. It's going to be tougher for you to trade yeah. me. Yeah, him and but Connor fighting.
0: Uh, disaster. The, uh, the, so the, Jag, the Jags are interesting, though, at nine. This this is a tough draft. It really is. It's tough to, you know, a lot of teams are very unpredictable. They have new general managers. Their kids are running things like the Jags are now. Um, So the Jags, you know, wouldn't shock me if they moved up the Jags and tried to get uh, to them. I, I do believe it. That's what I'm banking on. I think basically I don't think that the Dolphins can wait. They have enough draft capital that they can trade up without getting ripped off. So I think they'll panic and be worried that somebody else is going to jump up on, on them before before it gets to five, right? And you know the Lions and the Giants, they're baiting you to do it. They're telling other teams, we're open to this if you want to do it. They are. And nobody really thinks the Giants are taking Herbert or the Giants are not taking Tua, but they're floating it out there that they like Herbert, and they're basically floating it out there that they want to trade the pick, so you and I agree it's worth the roll of the dice, guys. At plus 250, it's very, it's it's nice money uh, for the two a prop. Uh, so the Redskins throwing out smoke screens right now that they're getting calls about the second pick, and I actually do believe the Redskins about this. Because I think there'd be other teams that would actually like Chase Young that much that they would trade up to get Chase
1: Young. That's another very good point. That's the thing. The Redskins, when you're a team like the Redskins with multiple needs, they got problems with the offensive line, too. they got things they got to deal with. Uh, The defense game, you said one thing, though. The defensive line can put a little bit of pressure on the quarterback. Remember the Niners game? Like, hey, it's their offense that sucks, but they still need a lot of pieces in a lot of different areas, and they would like multiple picks. I'm with you. Uh, people are talking about Chase Young being, you know, a once-in-a-lifetime type of player. But if you're the Redskins, there's still a lot of great players, and they need so many voids to fill. I would, I, I, I would be open for business if I was the Washington GM too. I'm
0: fielding all calls. You never I'm, know. You never I know know get a what mark, the market is, but yeah. supposedly they wanted, they want uh, three first-round picks. That's too much. That will, they will not get that. Right? I think they'll so get, either two this year type of thing. They'll get two firsts and maybe a second or third. They won't get three firsts. Like my like we talked about. Like if you're Miami, if you're Miami, do you drop? Do you give them the five and the eighteen? Yeah, you know, if you really like, if I would. If you're Miami and you're worried and you're like, listen, we got to get to, uh, we can't screw around here. What would you do? Uh, for the
1: 5 and the 18, I'd do that deal, wouldn't you? And try to I get a little bit it. more And try to get a little more as you, a
0: side dish. Are you know what I would do? 5, 18, 40, yeah. whatever. They have, they have the 26 also. Mm, I'd like that too. <laughs> I would resist. I'd say 5 and 26 and hang on to the 18 so you still keep your 18 they'll, pick. They'll make, they'll make that deal then. Yeah, yeah 5 and 26 that, is that, fair they, for two. I think, And if you're the Redskins, you'd squeeze like a second rounder out of them next year, you right? There'd be second. like a little, yeah, and this. Yeah. But I can see it happening, actually. I expect there to be trades. I think there will be trades. I think there's going to be chaos, and everyone's going to be surprised. And I always say this, guys. It's not like general managers. General managers only tell you what they want you to know. Like, they tell you, oh, yeah, we're getting calls because they want you to know. Yeah. Right? Like, there's going to be trades. It's yep. like a fantasy football draft. As soon as somebody hears one thing and sees one thing, oh, my God, you know, we got to jump up. This guy just yep. got taken. I can't take a the chance. They're going to take Herbert right now. They're going to take Tua right now. Yep. And I don't know. The Redskins, these teams, it's funny. I guess Maybe, maybe we're older and we see through it more. Yes, we are. But do. it's funny just how transparent the Redskins, Lions, and Giants oh, are. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Like, no like the Giants, that. like, so, oh, like, yeah, like, yeah, we like Justin Herbert. Yeah, sure yeah, you do. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. You draft Daniel Jones, you're getting Herbert. Like, I got to be honest That's with you. That's a gem basically telling the Chargers, "Yeah, we'll we'll take them, we'll trade them. <laughs> like, you better, they're, they're basically like holding a gun to the Chargers head right now, saying, oh, you like Herbert, huh? So do we, and we'll trade him.' Because, you know, don't think we won't, like, screw you. If you want him, you better trade with us. And, like, Gettleman's trying to bait the Chargers in, and it might work. The Chargers might call and go, all right, Dave, what do you want?
1: No, the Giants are that guy that the stooge who gets caught in like the police room and he's gonna get away with it and he screws up. He gets really nervous and panicky when they start to really throw it at him. Like, come on, Gabe. These guys did they know what Daniel Jones like okay, gentlemen, like it's such a stupid, like you could have even said like another player. Like it's such a dumb thing to say when you went out of your way
0: to get Jones. It's like come up with something else. Yeah, but they already said that they wanted to trade the pick, that they put it out there, that they were getting calls about yeah. the pick. So they were doubling down on that. The Lions just went public. Yeah, Quinn just said, "Yeah, I'm open to taking calls." Right? He's not even hiding it. I think someone's gonna bite. I think someone will bite. There'll be trades. And I always talk about this. And then after, you'll see the um, you'll see the uh, the so-called insiders talk after about how, oh, you know, we heard about, this. we knew about this. It's like when Porzingis got traded. Wow, well, you know, that was in the works. Yeah, well, he never reported it. They yeah. you know, always say that after the fact, right? Yeah. Like all, you know, it's always after. Wow, well, you know. I guarantee you the deals that are going to happen, there's no rumors about them right now. That's the thing. That's why I like your Jacksonville stab in the dark. There'll be a team that's going to come out of the blue, boom, and they're going to be, wow, this team just shook everything up in the draft, right? You don't think think Jacksonville
1: like Detroit, another team? Like, come on, Gabe. Think about Jacksonville. I get it. You're going to let Gardner Minshew after that performance in the second half of the year be your starting quarterback? That's what I'm saying. As if. That London game was a train wreck. It went downhill after that. The lucky wins against Denver on a bad pass interference call. Like, you really watch Jacksonville's full body of work. Minshew regressed as the season went on when people had tape on him and started to figure it out. He is a good backup. He is not a starting quarterback in the National Football League at this point in his career. They need to make a splash, too. So, yeah, I think they're, uh, they're ready to do something uh, pretty wild, too. Jacksonville, totally in the mix.
0: You know, a player that we haven't talked about, and I am you know, – I don't like changing my mind on this stuff, but I'm starting to wonder where he falls into the big picture of of things. And I'm talking about uh, Jordan Love. And uh, You and I talked about Jordan Love at 13 and a half. Yeah. He fell at 17 and a half. Now he's at 19 and a half. The over 19 and a half is minus 175. So they're starting to think that yeah, he's going to fall here. And if you look at all the players. He might fall, actually. Teams might. might think we don't have to trade up to get him. We'll be able to get him right around then. But he's another one, Cam, that I, I don't want to fall for the hype. I think that all it takes is one. And at plus money, listen, all these plus money bets, all we need to do is win a couple of them. Uh, plus 145, Cam, I'm not going to back off this one. I said Jordan Love would go before a half. I'm going to stand strong here at 19.5 and just hope that somebody surprises us and takes them. And or, you know, you, or, Gabe, you could wait and maybe get
1: that number with less juice at 21 and a half, 22. Like, you know what I mean? It might go up exponentially to enough where you get a little bit of take back, but you got a better number to play with. You get my drift? Because there's like, so many wide receivers. That's the thing, man. In, it, and, that's going to be a crazy part of the draft. This 9 to 25. It's, woo-hoo! You said it, man. There's parity. There's o the wide receivers. There's yes. a million
0: O-linemen and a yes. ton of wide receivers that are eating up this draft. Oh, oh I know. Right. And they're, and they're pretty tight in talent too. There's a drop off, but you know, I'm starting to think over nineteen and a half for Jordan Love. I I it's the way the way things are looking right now, I think somebody might steal him late in the first round, earlier in the second round. I'm sticking to my guns with the Jalen Hurts uh prop. Now, this is one the market has changed so much that when you and I started talking about these props jerry judy was like minus 160 or something minus uh, 155 160 yep. to be the first wide receiver taken and you and i were talking and bigging up cd lamb and saying man cd lamb's a badass and he might be the most ready guy like impactful player in the nfl What he brings to the table is versatility and it's amazing it's completely swung i know where now cd lamb is the the favorite to be the first wide receiver taken you get jerry judy at plus 100 So it's just crazy. You could have gotten both guys at plus money along the way, which is crazy, that just shows uh, the movement. Remember
1: when we started this stuff, Gabe? There's a couple things that we pulled the trigger on. The quarterbacks, remember? Well, two or more uh, out of the top five. C.D. Lamb, I got it plus 145 on my book. I only did 50 bucks on it, but I put in a couple bets early, and it's amazing. Me and you, we were actually the opposite of everyone. Everyone was like, Judy, Judy, Judy. We were doing the shows, and me and you were like, we really like Lamb. It's funny. They've come away, around to our way of thinking, saying it's basically a pick and that's what the odds are now with these two studs.
0: Yeah, but it, it is a pick-em. It is just such a toss-up.
1: It is. But I la- plus I 45 uh, would change your mind, wouldn't it, Fred?
0: Yeah, yeah. i I <laughs> take either one of these guys at plus money right now just because oh. it is such a toss-up. But I get the feeling that Judy's going to go ahead of him. Yeah, it's tight, yeah. Quite one pick. <laughs> one or two picks, They're yeah. both listed at 12 and a half. I know. Isn't that crazy? You never have like, that. I, God, I, that's, that's what, what I'm saying. Saying It's number. not tough. Like, the right. oddsmakers are like, guys, we don't know which one's going first.
2: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
0: Game time season continues. I am David Bredge. We're throwing it down to countdown of the National Football League draft is on. Raging Redhead. Cam Stewart with us? Gil Manzano will step up and in from the Orange County Register. We'll talk some L.A. Charger uh, football, see what they're thinking uh, with the draft. Are they looking at two? Are they looking at Herbert? Will the Chargers? The Chargers could draft up. We're talking about these teams drafted up. George Kurtz will join us, talking about the Dallas Cowboys and uh, what the Cowboys' needs are uh, besides a, a team shrink. Uh, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but that's, yeah. And a lawyer.
1: Another party? Like, yeah, yeah, what? A barrel of chicken for the party? A social distancer. Hey, Jerry, hire a
0: social distancer. (laughs) Exactly. Get on the boat. Go to an island. And listen, Dak's not very accurate either with his long uh, passes. So, yeah, yeah, you want a social distance? Just think about where Michael Gallup is and think (laughs) about where the ball lands when Dak throws it deep to him down the field. Yeah, he'll miss him by three feet, Trubisky by eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's your (laughs) social... uh, social distancing. All right, So we're taking a look at these National Football League drafts uh, right now. Uh, draft props uh, right now. And uh, so we Jerry, Judy, and Lamb. Cam, you got Lamb. Nice value at uh, plus 145 to be the first uh, receiver taken. That's now, a bad, bad bet, though. Quickly, Gabe, sort interrupt, but
1: when you both see 12 and a halfs out there, we have a lot of money to make. Like, just throwing it out there as a pick it's you're going to lose juice or whatever. Uh, like, if you have a good feeling about it, but that's a tough one, Gabe. You might as well just, you know, flip a coin. That's the problem with that bet. It won't be making like I have Lamb locked in. There will be no other bets in any situation on that one.
0: Too close to call. All right. So let's get into the uh, let's get into the wide receiver prop here. Will there be six uh, receivers uh, taken? It's over under five and a half, and we're getting plus money to the no. And I've been leaning with the no, Ken. If you've yeah. noticed, it seems like T. Higgins has fallen out of a lot of the first like. T. Higgins' prop is now 34 and a half, which we kind of missed the boat on that. Like, we've been nailing this stuff, because I remember you and I talked about it when he was 26 and a half, 27 and a half, and I said, it's a little too, you know, low. But another guy's gone he's up. an Mims. early second. Yes. I'm, I'm not really buying it, though.
1: Here's the thing about Mims, Gabe. A 4.4, 4, like 4.39, uh, 3.8, what, 4.3840. What is he, 6'3"? You know what it is? To me, it's one of those things where DK Metcalf was getting the same kind of ah, DK Metcalf, meh. You know, Jim. R- I'm not saying him with that muscle bound washboard body that you could grate cheese on. I'm saying dimensions, big, tall, post type of guy. And there was like, like Julio Jones go up in the corner there type of guy, very fast. He has all the physical specimens of a guy that an NFL team will say, Thank you. He runs fast. He's 6'3. Baylor. You know, they load up, he drops some balls, but he also brings a lot to the... Do you understand where I'm coming from? He is a specimen. Hasn't been a lot of
0: successful players out of Baylor.
1: No, it's a very good point by you. Like, you got to be careful with your draft. They're all flashy and fast.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, All right, so listen. So let's go through the wide receivers are going to be drafted for sure. CeeDee Lamb's going in the first round for sure. Mm -hmm. Jerry Judy's obviously going in the first round. Rugs, I'd like over 13 and a half for rugs still. I'm not changing my mind. I'm not gonna I, change my mind on every pick, I but agree. I still think he's going in the first round. I agree. I think rugs, let's say rugs to the Raiders at 19 or the Broncos at 15.
1: Yeah, I think the Broncos are gonna want to try to get Judy.
0: I think that's the guy that fits their offense So Those are or, that's three, though, yeah. Kev. Yeah, and their word is the Broncos do like Judy, want to trade up. So that's three right there that are locks. C.D. Lamb's a lock to go in the first round. Jerry Judy's a lock to go in the first round. Henry Ruggs a locked to go in the first round. I'd say Justin Jefferson, he's there. Yeah, he's gonna go in the twenties. He he'll get taken. I like Jefferson a lot, but so that's only four, Ken. So where are we getting five and six from? Denzel Mims. Mims would be five, five and, and T. Was, Higgins. Yeah, T. one Higgins of them. Is one of them's not. Gonna- so now you're going to say, all right, there's an outsider, maybe the Rieger kid or Ayuk or something like that. I, I, say I, I, I like draft. the under, five and a half.
1: I agree, and I wouldn't draft TCU's Rieger until the second round. I think he's good, but I, I know what it is about TCU game. I have Josh Doxon in my mind now forever. I'm like, if I was a GM, nah, 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 I don't want to go to get that TCU receiver. We'll stick to Ladanian Tomlinson at running back. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like, like Baylor. Ben, it's weird.
0: Corey Coleman.
1: Yeah, Corey Coleman. Uh, yeah, no, Corey Coleman had... One good year? Did he not? Did he have one good year? He won me a fantasy football. He had one good year. Corey Coleman had so much potential. You're so right, Gabe. West Uh, Virginia, Baylor. There's so many
0: schools, like, in the the Big 12 players. Yeah. Big 12. Yeah, man. She's like, I don't know. The defenses are terrible. You're running past (laughs) everybody. I don't know, like.
1: Yeah, Tavon Austin overrated. Good call, Puccio. Well,
0: yeah, we've been talking about West Virginia for years. Jones is the only good yeah. one. and He's a psycho that has yeah. shot people before. Mark Bolger, so, uh,
1: pretty good quarterback. Yeah, going right? go back
0: years, Mark Bolger. But that's a long time. <laughs> uh, so I just don't Five. see it. Five. Yeah, yeah, I don't. And, you know, you're getting plus money on this. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm wondering, like, about all the hype here, about total total wide receivers drafted in the first round. Over five and a half is minus 200. It is coming down right now. It, the odds are coming down on this right now. Um, I just don't see six. Like I don't see who the six are. That's wh- the problem when I look it, at
1: this. Yes, Gabe, And another thing is, when you're in we're in the war room, what do we know about this draft? Wide receivers, good ones are going to be in the second round. We can, Hey, this guy basically off our board, there's going to have teams going, oh, I like this guy. You have him as second round talent. We have him as, you know, third round talent or this and that, whatever. What are you going to do? What about the linemen? People love to get a nice steady lineman and there are going to be a lot of them going too. So they might cannibalize each other. I'm with you. I think I think we can get to like five, but six might be a little bit excessive and the plus money is
0: very, very attractive to me. And look, the, the over under prop for total offensive linemen taken is six and a half. Yeah. Like they can't all go over, right? Yeah. And the linemen are at a premium as well. I think that's kind of high too, uh, to be honest. Like nobody's talking about the DBs. No one's talking about McKinney, the safety. With uh, all these wide receivers going to get taken, there's got to be some buyback in the defensive backfield to try to shut these guys down uh, as well. But, you know, looking, so you got plus 150 right now that there will not be six or more wide receivers taken in the first round. CeeDee Lamb, lock first round. Jerry Judy, lock first round. Henry Ruggs, lock first round. Jefferson, lock first round. Even though Jefferson, I think, gets into the 20s, um, I don't think T. Higgins is gonna go in the first round. And, and Mims is no lock. Mims is getting a push that Mims is that first rounder right now. So, like I, I said, where, where's the six? CeeDee Lamb one, Judy two, Ruggs three, Jefferson four, Mims five, Pittman's not going in the first round. Hamler's not going in the first round. You know what, Hamler's not going in the first round. No, no. Hamler's
1: going to be second round with Chanel,
0: I think. Rieger's not going in the first round. No. I don't think Ayuk's going in the first round. Your boy Claypool is going to go in the second round. I love that guy. Chase Claypool, Notre Dame.
1: Yeah, great, great name too. Chase Claypool. Yeah, good good handle. And who's our who's our guy from uh who's our guy from Minnesota? He's a stud. Johnson. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Our, very good wide receiver. Our boy yeah, Johnson.
1: I like I, I'd reach I'd reach
0: for him, actually. I think he's gonna be the uh, deep, st- uh, the deep, deep class. Yes, it sure is. Yeah, very, very deep class. Uh Tyler Johnson. And, um, you know, Michael Pittman Jr. Yeah, yeah. Remember his father on the Buccaneers. Um, Michael Pittman Jr., kid out of USC, is going to be a solid NFL player, you'll see. He's got the NFL pedigree. His father played in the league. He understands. He played big-time college football. He delivered. He's a good player. Like, Pittman's kind of flying under the radar right now. Um, you, you know, there's some good players. There's really good wide receivers um, in this draft. So, Something, Cam. We haven't gotten to actually. I might as well get to it now since we were talking about great names. Something that caught my eye here. Oh yeah, I know. I know, know where you're going with this, and I love it. I love it. You I like this me, bet. Too. Yes. Oh, it's a great bet. Tell him.
1: Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> like this one. This one oh. I might go
0: a little bigger on. Like, oh, it's I almost think... like it's got to be him.
1: There's only, I think, maybe one other guy. But yeah.
0: So, first kicker taken. Yes. 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 First love kicker it. taken. <laughs> Rodrigo Blankenship. No, Blankenship, Georgia. So yeah, what do you, gotta, what do you, you like? oh, got to Oh, yeah. Got, Rodrigo yeah, yeah,
1: he's, he's like Dylan Fratelli in golf. He's got the goggles on,
0: Blankenship. He's made big kicks. thing is, he's like. He's also missed some big Oh, kicks. I know. Again, he's one of these guys. He became like a star character because of the glasses and everything. Yes. And then he started missing. Like if you remember, two years ago he was better. He didn't miss last extra. year. I used to yeah, piss me off, man. I'd be like, dude, you gotta make that kick. You're like the big star kicker. Make that kick. You no, know, a good kicker. That kid Molson on uh,
1: UCLA, I, uh, he's a very good kicker. And uh, no, I can't. But that kid on Memphis in the bowl game versus Penn State was insane. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ferguson, fifty-two in the win. I was like, who is this guy? Like he can't. Like I was like, wow, Memphis has got a wicked kicker. So but, but blanket Ship game, I wanted empty the house on it too, but eh, it's kind of sketchy. Imagine you we know, go our biggest bet of the draft. Notice blanket Ship Hot rod. <laughs> Hot Rod, oh, that's a great nigga. Roddy
0: Piper. Hot yeah. Rod Regal. Yeah, he missed. He missed in overtime and cost Georgia the game against South Carolina. Yes, he did. Yeah. Uh, whatever. His long was 50 yards in 2019. Yeah, yeah. He was 27 to 33, 82%. He missed three times in the 40-yard range. He was eight for 11. Um, in in the 50-yard uh, plus. He was three for five uh, in the year. The year before, he was 19 to 23 with a long of 53. The year before that, he had 87% of his field goals. So like I said, he's been pretty good. It seems like it seems like it just caught up to him a bit. He was Fantastic. at college for a while, the fame, and he was sort of the guy with the glasses, and everyone everyone knew who he was. But what's amazing to me, what's amazing to me is Listen, like, he's basically, like, the only guy projected to get drafted. Everyone else is maybe real late or a free agent. But what caught my eye, Kev, is these kicker names. They've all got great names. So, Rodrigo Blankenship. I guess, yep. great Georgia name. Southern's kicker is pretty good. Tyler Bass. Oh, I like Bass. Yeah, go catch a big-mouth big bass. Yeah, Nice. The, the kicker and another good kicker that's going to be in the league, kid out of Stanford. You know his name is? Jet Toner. Yeah, yeah, Jet Toner. (laughs) I'm running low on Toner. Man, I thought, like, there was, like, judges (laughs) that, like, shut down your kid's name when you come up with, like, stupid names. Like What's his name again? Jet Toner? Jet Toner. Uh, Like J-E-T. Yeah, Jet jet Toner. Yeah, see how that is? So his parents
1: basically Silicon Valley cartridges for the computer. Remember? It's a jet cartridge with
0: Toner. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like, it's just, like... Jet Toner. That's Jet a good name.
1: That's a great He's a kicker. It's just like kickers
0: always <laughs> have like the weird, weird names, these guys. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's just a great name all around anytime <laughs> for Molson Beer. Oh, yeah. JJ Molson Crowley. JJ Molson. <laughs> Gabe, I'll tell you something interesting, too. Remember the
1: Eagles? Their kicker? He went to Memphis. Elliot went to Memphis. Remember? He was a stunning yeah, yeah. So, uh, anyway, I, I, do you think Blankenship is that much
0: better than those other guys, or do you like a flyer? No, I think Blankenship's like the only one that's gonna get uh, the only one that's gonna get drafted. I want to say too, as far as the just quickly, about the wide receiver uh, draft prop, it was plus one eighty earlier in the day. Yeah, it's plus one fifty right now. Like this stuff is really starting to jump around. Oh, think about it, man. It, it really is. Crazy. Like I don't <laughs> see where six comes from. That's that's it? gonna be one of my best bets. I love the Jalen Hurts prop. It's I'm rolling dice with the Tua prop, but it's gonna be one of the best bets here. I don't think there's six wide receivers taken in the first round. We just went over all the names, guys. Listen to this one. On one of my books, Tua will be
1: the second quarterback taken in the draft, minus 165. Are you kidding me?
0: That's a good one. That's like, a good I, one right do there. Put I like 500,
1: one. Yeah. Do I put $500 on it?
0: Yeah, I don't have a I'm problem. Kidding. I'm not going to say no. Okay, thanks, buddy. <laughs> what?
1: We've done stupider things in Super Bowls all in. You know. <laughs> Hold on. Here's another one. Here's uh, another one. Listen to this one. One of my books let me parlay uh, First tight end, Cole Komet with first safety. Um, the kid from Alabama, even money. That's a wicked
0: parlay. Oh, McKinney. McKinney and Komet. Lock. McKenna's starting to really, rear, starting to really <laughs> We're getting deep here. We're getting into yeah, first kicker, nothing, first kicker drafted. There's nothing to do anymore, right? I'm like, come on, give me a good one here. All right, so what about this? Another, more line movement here. Um, and now they posted this problem. First offensive lineman taken. Worse. Jedrick Wills is now the favorite. Minus 125. Tristan Wurfs plus 100. I think Worfs is worth the look still. I think Worfs is going to go four to the Giants. I'm going to stick with that. But I don't think it's crazy Andrew Thomas plus 700. Andrew Thomas. I think probably- Andrew Thomas gets, you know, it wouldn't shock me. I'm just I, saying it plus 700. I, I see him going to Cleveland at 10, and another one to
1: That's Cleveland. A good pick. Think about it. They had Joe Thomas. Yeah. He was actually viable for them. They get Andrew Thomas. You know, they need help. I, we've talked about this on the show, Gabe. The Cleveland offensive line is atrocious. It is that bad. Like I talk about Seattle
0: and Russell Wilson running for his life. Cleveland uh, Baker Mayfield yeah, was Cleveland, getting murdered out. Cleveland or Taylor made to take Makai Beck to that. They love kids that smoke weed and do crazy <laughs> things on the team. <laughs> worry about the test baby I'll yeah, show up yeah. <laughs> he's a he's an eight and a half those are the four premium uh, linemen in the draft like though and then there's sort of a drop off after that but is there going to be is there going to be seven linemen taken in the first round cam like could that's the be- you know, that's the prop. Uh, offense <laughs> uh, offensive lineman uh drafted in the in the first round over under six and a half minus one sixty to the over plus one twenty to the under Cam it's tough if one of those bets like if we like receivers under
1: i think probably lineman goes over but you're right not all of them are going to be there maybe a linebacker and there's so many fringe picks like guys just outside of the first round we talk about higgins and stuff very difficult game like these bets like oh man they're tough i want to do so that to a bet at minus 165 like i'm gonna smash that like i'm i might go to the bank for a loan how's so- he not the second quarterback taken
0: Oh, I can't. Uh, I can't disagree. Unless somebody gets goofy and trades up, like the Chargers, and they're like Herbert or something like that. I. I don't I, listen. You, you bet on stupider things, and you haven't placed a bet in a while. But as he stated, <laughs> times are tough now. Budgets are tighter. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. The only thing. Yeah, it's not like you have a million games to get it back. It's not like oh, I bet on the NFL draft, and if it didn't hit, I'll hit the San Jose Shark game at uh, ten thirty, right? You don't have that bounce back after. Yeah, I mean, besides, tie, you know, the raccoon monkeys that's and the, the robot fans. Damn, you don't got that San
1: Jose shark game at ten thirty-five. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> Gotta love the late Pacific action. But yeah, no, I just, I, I like to me, like if it wasn't for Bur- Burrow, it's what you said, going Burrow in Ohio State and all the ties that he has in that state. I think too, it could be a number one pick. But that's, uh, like, for him to be the third quarterback taken, and I think that's insane. Like,
0: that's his thing. All right, so let's <laughs> let's check in. Uh, let's check in with uh, with Jalen Hurts. Yes. You know, he's, uh,
2: people. haven't really been talking about him. SportsGrid.com: Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips, 24/7. As our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering, real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.